0: thank you for tuning in this is season two of the teaching channel episode 19 pertaining to dreams and our conscience this one is has a direct correlation to my most recent book the confusion of the ultralight it came out this summer 2023 available on amazon pertaining to dreams and our conscience. Mother Nature forces the dreams. We have to dream to empty our hearts and minds. Knowing those things beforehand is because we're connected to nature. And nature's dreams are our awareness. There is an awareness cycle called waking and there is an awareness cycle that's called sleeping. One is what's dreamt. The other is what's thought about. Both can be silent or audible. Memories will have layers to them. One is compounded by our experience. The other is predicated upon what we already know. And so knowledge abounds because there is an open gateway. Our experiences are open, out in the open, as we can experience them. That would be living on the outside, not being locked up as to having an experience. Then there is the processing layer, a layer of memory coincides with our consciousness as to whether we are awake or asleep. We could be drifting from memory, but latching onto what's most important. And what's most important could be our immediate circumstances. They would be coming from what we have experienced lately or are going to have to have some trials about. Latent Past tense and pastime are all a part of those inherent experiences that we're incumbent to be exposed to. We can't ward off or thwart anything unless it's permissible to do it. We talked about the rules in last week's podcast. For example, we could never think of one thing, then do another, and maybe it's opposite just because we're exposed to it. Those thoughts have become deeply ingrained. All we can do is mull over things, M-U-L-L, which is thinking them through. Once we've decided upon which action to take, those actions become our experiences. So an experience is not just a situation, It will be our exposure to what has taken place. Everyone knows that you could be neutral as an observer or caught up in it. It would be like our slate in life. It's whatever we're supposed to do. Holding still. There is a pattern of holding still whereby we think that if we're quiet, some things might never happen. And this is my quote. The quiet zone has never rid us of our roles. It is a functioning of our apparatus. No more, no less. IJ. One riveting experience upon another will make you sit back to contemplate, causing you to reflect on hold and on pause, but it was never the quiet zone that could rid us of our woes. That was merely self-contemplation. A quiet zone is to gear up towards the next query so it has become an an exercise in self-contemplating skills designed to get us realigned. Our experiences are twofold, some that we belong to as an attachment, some that we can review from afar to see how they could affect us. The queries of life can never be placed on hold too long because it involves our life. And when something affects us deeply, those things may likely never go away two important aspects, and so our conscience is driven by what's inside based on our experiences. Whenever I've had a dream that forced me to see someone's living situation that was heading heading to be tumultuous, it felt as if I had no control over it, so I could only see it, then contemplate about it afterwards. As a direct correlation, that is the way that we live, and it is called a life cycle. Even if I saw those things ahead, they still would coordinate with a life cycle. And that's the way it's been, based on my experiences. Life cycles would be our conscience awareness, embodying the spirit of whatever we can contemplate. And that contemplation doesn't even have to be our forethought; it could be as our background, background thoughts, thinking that has been submerged. It's like an engine that's running in the background. It belongs to an idle mind that has wasteland. But from everything that we know about waste, is that waste gets reused? So the submerging details of our afterthought will abound to coincide with whatever spirit we have about those exchanges. Replacing our memories has never been allowed. We can only drown our spirit to act as if those things were never there, thus providing a wasteland. But it could be our deepest worries that surface, and that is... the assessment would be become about and the reason why god replaces our guidance with wisdom will have been because of what we went through we all see that as the emergence of light coming into it going through our experience and coming out wiser for them it is also called the seasoning cycle so the seasoning cycle fits along with our PARA, P-A-R-A. Our PARA is where we will have contemplated. Either we're protecting, rocking as if a cradle, floating as if winging it, as we can slide on both sides, left or right, or instigating a protection barrier as a mechanism, which is a bridge. I talk about Para in my newest book, The Confusion of the Ultralight. The breach to a dome of knowledge begins at the cradle. However, the coalescing spirit we will have deeply inside coincides, therefore we have become occupied with our experiences. the deeply felt mechanism. There are chains, linkages, guardrails with our domestic experiences. The deeper you can feel something, the more it becomes true. And so truth to us would be that feeling, that feeling that can vary amongst the scale. A scale of truthfulness determines who we are, our character, our demeanor. And once understanding the para of our life cycles, we can then understand the domains. We are always within the comforting of the para domain, which is what God has given us to drive our life cycle. You can read that in my book. Cyclical changes are not just the Earth's climate changes. Cyclical changes coincide with our life's needs aka what types and form of protections that are available that we are steady needing. Reformation and why life matters. A set prefix of something doing what it does is how life remains. It is never manual. It will be on auto switch. We don't reformat when we have changes. We only switch up. Our costumes, our desires, our demeanor, our attitudes can all be magnified by the pluses or minuses as we can add or subtract what's needed that can coincide with the various missions in our lives. Reformatting isn't changing the switch, it is altering the foundation. Whatever we're leaning towards will either be protecting or cradling us. We don't have any other ways in which to live. So para is paramount, to our ways of thinking because this is the mode we will switch. Para means protection and comfort and the semi-quads that we have are considered as domains. A coalesced spirit is cradled to coincide with life. And if you want to know more about para... I've written much more about this dynamic exchange in my new book, The Confusion of the Ultralight. It's available on Amazon. And thank you for listening to the Teaching Channel. There's more to come.